The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 287. I just wanted to say thank you um, for listening to this podcast because it's a real uh, milestone that we've just passed, which is half a million downloads, audio downloads for the podcast, which I'm super happy about. So if you have been uh, listening to this podcast, if you've been finding it helpful at all, thank you so much for tuning in and uh, I look forward to the next half million downloads. Anyway, If you are struggling with OCD or anxiety, then you can get a free session with me to get that. All you need to do is to head over to my website at www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can uh, book that free session directly or if you prefer, uh, you can send me a message and let me know about what you're struggling with. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about Um, What to do if you feel like you've done just about everything to try to deal with OCD, but it's still not working for you. This can be a really horrible feeling, really, um, you know, uh, you can feel so stuck sometimes with OCD, particularly if the things that you're trying don't appear to be working. Uh, So this is uh, a really important area to to discuss. Uh, If you find a podcast helpful, it'd be great if you could follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. And if you could uh, also subscribe on your podcast app of choice, that would be amazing. So many thanks, guys, and off we go. Perhaps you've been struggling with OCD for a really long time and you've been trying many different ways uh, to deal with it. Perhaps you've been uh, doing exposure work. Perhaps you've tried acceptance commitment therapy. Uh, perhaps you, uh, you do other uh, approaches to try to, to help you to be more calm. Perhaps you do things like yoga and meditation. Perhaps you use exercise to try and help you to, to manage things. Perhaps you try to feel your emotions more. Um, you know, perhaps you do any number of, of you know, other things that, that people uh, do. To, to try to uh, deal with OCD or to heal the OCD. Perhaps you've been doing trauma work. Perhaps you have been doing other types of therapy, talk therapy. Um, and none of it seems to have actually made a difference. Despite all the work and uh, all the money that you've perhaps spent on, on trying to uh, resolve OCD or fix it or find a solution you find yourself still stuck in the trap of overthinking, overanalyzing things. Um, You know, spending way too much time every day going around in circles in your thoughts and avoiding things, avoiding people, avoiding places, Um, you know, performing rituals, doing all the things that 
um, you know, people with OCD tend to do. And you're thinking to yourself, well, this is just isn't fair. I've, you know, I've committed, I've done the work, and yet here I am, I'm still struggling. What do I have to do to get over OCD? And, you know, if this is you, if this is you, or if this is in part you, if you can relate to this just a little bit in some way uh, or another, then, of course, um, you know, my, my heart goes out to you because that's a really frustrating place to be if you feel that you've done a lot of work, um, but that you're still stuck, you're still, you know, uh, going around in that, that kind of OCD hamster wheel. And it's so hard to, to remain positive when you know we're we're doing what we can and we're not seeing results um so if that's something that you you feel is you know is is what's happening with you um i'd like you to perhaps just if you can just kind of take a step back for a moment or two um you know something that that i like to do with ocd is really to try to to take a bit more of a kind of bird's eye uh, view as to what is going on because so often we're actually um, you know we're really stuck in the throes of it we're right in the middle of the OCD and the battle uh, with the anxiety and the obsessions and we're not able to just step back and take a breath uh, take a breath and really look down at the scene of OCD to really see what's going on um, it's my opinion then when we do this um, that we begin to see that actually what's going on if you've not made progress despite doing lots of uh, work is that perhaps, um, you know, you haven't quite been doing it in the right way. And I don't mean this in a disparaging way because I'm sure, um, you know, given how hard and horrible OCD is, you know, that you've been really trying. Um, so it's not that you haven't been putting in the effort. Um, it's more that it's, it, it can be at times difficult with OCD um, to actually apply the skills um, in the correct way. For example, if you're doing exposure work, um, it can be so easy, you know, maybe you're, you're exposing yourself to, uh, you know, to an, a fear that you've been really struggling with and you're using your imagination to, to do that. You're doing a script or uh, statements or you're focusing on words that you don't like. Um, and when you're doing this and the anxiety is, is coming up, um, you know, obviously what we need to be doing is we need to actually allow ourselves to feel that anxiety, to try to accept that anxiety, to explore and become curious about the feelings that come up when we actually expose ourselves uh, to those things. And one of the problems is that, you know, with, with uh, exposure, obviously this example is, but one of the big issues is that we're, you know, we're not really accepting it. We are um, facing the thing a little bit, but actually underneath that, we're performing lots of compulsions and perhaps we don't quite realize it. Perhaps they're very sneaky compulsions that are going on in the background. Um, but if we don't realize that and if we don't address those sneaky compulsions, you know, when we're, when we're learning the new skills or, or when we are, you know, doing new things um, and trying to relate to OCD in a different way, 
it's going to be hard for us to make the progress that we really want to because as long as there are compulsions still going on in the background with OCD, then actually, you know, you're, it's, it's going to be very difficult uh, to, to change things. And this doesn't just relate to uh, exposure work. This relates to acceptance commitment therapy. This relates to, you know, just about any approach that, that you take to, to learn to start having a better relationship with uh, anxiety, um, you know, is that if we um, demand perfection um, or if we actually just perform compulsions still, um, you know, we're going to keep ourselves uh, really, really stuck. So that's all very well, Rob, uh, you might be thinking to yourself. Um, thanks for pointing that out. I already kind of realized that, that I'm still doing these compulsions and that's what's making it, uh, you know, continue. Um, what do I do about it? How do I, how do I spot these compulsions and, and how do I stop doing the sneaky ones that are actually keeping it going? Um, you know, and, and the answer to, to this is, you know, to really start um, getting a bit more in touch with uh, the telltale signs that you're performing a compulsion. Remember, compulsions are all about you trying to reduce uh, your anxiety, trying to push away the discomfort that you're experiencing. So if any, any action that you're taking, uh, no matter how seemingly uh, positive it may be, uh, you know, if it's about um, trying to um, forcefully try to, trying to kind of get rid of that anxiety, trying to push it down, trying to just reduce it a little bit, um, that is most probably a sneaky compulsion. And unfortunately, that does get in the way of doing successful exposures. It does get in the way of us learning to live more in the present with acceptance commitment therapy. Um, and so if you're, if you're able to, it's a really good idea to, to start paying attention a bit more to some of the typical um, behaviors that perhaps you do, um, you know, as you go through your day. You know, when are you, um, you know, trying to sneakily reduce your anxiety? And this might not be in the obvious ways. Obvious, um, obviously, a lot of the time there's, you know, very clear compulsions um, you know, if you have contamination OCD, often a lot of the compulsions around that are, are quite clear. I'm thinking of things of, of physical compulsions, uh, like hand washing, for example, or cleaning things. Um, but when it comes to um, what's often termed purely obsessional OCD, although obviously that term is misleading, um, you know, there's always compulsions in OCD. Um, you know, so this is part of the problem with purely obsessional OCD. Many people are under the belief that they're not performing compulsions because they're not obvious. Um, you know, it's not clear to us what the compulsions are because they're just happening in the head and they happen so quickly. Um, so I'd like you, if you can, to try to take a bit more of a bird's eye view of, of your OCD. And one of the other ways you can do that is to practice, um, you know, breath work or meditation, um, you know, on a daily basis where actually what you're doing by, by, by meditating is you're learning to just step back a little bit. You're learning to calm everything down. Um, if, you're, if you find meditation difficult, and I know a lot of people with OCD do, 
then something else that you can do instead of that is simply to take 10 very deep breaths where we breathe uh, as deep and as low as possible um, down into the belly. And then we breathe all the way up, filling up the belly like a balloon and then up into the chest. And then we're breathing out for slightly longer on the exhale than the amount of time we breathed in for. Uh, and doing this 10 times, what it does is it just creates a little bit of space, a little bit of an opportunity for you uh, to take a step back and to be a bit more aware of, you know, some of the thoughts that are going through your head, um, you know, and it might help you to recognize that some of the thoughts that you are experiencing are actually about you trying to push away or get rid of your anxiety that you're experiencing about a particular obsession. And that actually, you know, that is a compulsion. And, you know, in order for you to really break the OCD cycle, you've got to, um, you've got to start learning to, to, let, to let those compulsions go and to just allow yourself to feel that anxiety without doing anything to, to kind of get rid of it. I know it's hard, it's not difficult, um, you know, but what I, what I have tend to, uh, to, find, uh, to, to find in myself and with other people that I've worked with is that, you know, we are very, very good at kind of hiding this from ourselves. Um, you know, and, and persuading ourselves that, you know, these approaches to dealing with OCD, you know, perhaps they're, they're not going to work for us, that they work for other people, but, you know, they're not going to work for us and that we're always going to be stuck. You know, this, um, this focus on, on negativity, unfortunately, with OCD can be quite prevalent. Um, you know, the truth is that these approaches to OCD do work. Uh, the research shows that actually they, they work really well if they are applied, um, you know, in a positive, uh, gradual way, um, you know, where you, you learn over time how to allow yourself to experience anxiety and how not to turn away uh, from your fears. It's not easy, of course. It can be very difficult. Um, but I'm sure um, that you can do it if, you know, if you are willing to, to step out into that discomfort, but also if you can find somebody. I think this is really, really important. Uh, very important to find somebody to work with, a therapist or somebody that can help you, uh, you know, to, to learn to recognize when you are actually, you know, avoiding things or, you know, performing compulsions, even the sneaky little ones that are stopping you from learning to get over OCD in the, in the long term. So there we go, guys. That is it for today. I really hope that you found that helpful. As always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And um, if you would like to uh, support the podcast, there is now Patreon for the podcast. And to, uh, to sign up for that, you can follow the link in the show notes. So many thanks, guys. And I will see you next time. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, 
psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.